Bazinga, and welcome to another episode of Null Pointers. We are your hosts, Gerald, Mark, and Stephen. No, we're kidding. Stephen is not here. Oh, what? We lost Stephen? Yes, he you, said... You had one job today, Gerald. Yeah. One job. Yeah. How could you lose him? I know. I'll, I'll get him right now. Stephen! No, he's not here. He's not, he's here. not here? Oh, dear. Yeah, so we'll get all into that. But what we're really going to talk about is Xamarin Forms 5 and what you can do with that. So, but Mark, where, where actually, where, where is Steven? Do you know? Where did we leave him? I thought, I thought you knew. I mean, he was here, he was here. And then, you know, I came into the studio, I set up as always. And yeah, I thought, I thought he would be here, but he's not. I mean, he's not, he's not. did he, did, maybe they kidnapped him. Maybe it was like, you know, we need those awesome hmm. UIs. We are going to kidnap him. Yeah. Um, 2020 is just getting weirder yeah. and weirder. <laughs> It was aliens or Godzilla or I don't know. Well, actually, kidnapping, it has to do with kids. So congratulations, Stephen, here from our whole production team of uh, yeah, No Pointers. congrats. <laughs> um, because Stephen has a uh, newborn daughter. Um, so, you know, there's that. And that's why he's not with us here, uh, which is totally yeah, well done, Stephen. Well done, Stephen. Well done. Wife. And maybe the wife did something too, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's not forget Probably. that it's that it's hard for Stephen. Um, yeah. <laughs> not to be here. Yeah, not to be here and not spend time with us. Uh, uh, well, he's he's doing the sensible thing, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's a caring, loving father doing the right thing. So we we should probably take a example from that. But next know. time. Next time. Next time. Next time. Um, so th- there's that. And um, hopefully he will be joining us again soon. But for now, you're stuck with us. And we are going to just talk for hours and hours about the thing that we love most, which is Xamarin Forms. And Xamarin Forms is going to release a last version. If I would have oh, a no. soundboard here, it would go, ah. Sat trombone. Yes. Well, that's more like epic fail, right? And it's not going to be an epic fail. It's going to be a win. It's going wing. It's going to be amazing. Uh, because why is this so special? Well, for one, because it's going to be the final release of Xamarin Forms. Uh, they're skipping the 4.9 release and they're going straight to 5.0. And this is like the last bits that will be new until we get Maui, which if you don't know what that is, check out one of our previous episodes where we talk all about Maui and why we are really looking forward to that. With Xamarin Forms 5.0, there will be some new features still coming in. Mainly those features have been in preview already with previous versions of Xamarin Forms, but no longer you will have to enter the preview flag to use them. They will just be there. And yeah, I think there are some really great stuff uh, coming along. Since this is the final version, Gerald, I thought I'd ask you, when did you start your journey with Xamarin Forms? Oh, I remember it was a cold, stormy day in 1989. No, I don't know. Uh, what was Memory the f- Yeah, exactly. What was the version? I, I, I don't really have a concrete number for you, actually. I think it was not like version 1 dot something. I think it started at 2.5 something. Mm. Um, I think that's that's where this is all about it was pretty early on i think they they skipped the inter uh, like the the version one dot something i think that was like really early days 
um, where it wasn't really, really out there. So, um, you know, by the time that I heard from it, um, it was a little bit further developed, but um, I think it's, it's something around there. How about you? Well, to be honest, I did a project with version 1.0. Oh I bought into all the marketing speak back then that you could write once, run anywhere, that it would just work great for your business applications, not to UI fancy, uh, which has changed by today. But back then it was like, yeah, you know, like form stuff and business stuff, you can do that really great. And so we we really dug into that thing. And uh, there still were one or two performance bumps back then. So we discovered them all. <laughs> uh, that was, that was uh, yeah. Uh, so, and... Um, Thinking now, I mean, we have come such a long way. Uh, I remember after that first, uh, let's call it an episode, uh, I was a bit put off for using Sarin Forms for my next project. We went then really native on those. And today, if I have to start a new project, it's always going Xamarin Forms. And then if there's some very special need, I might opt in to go native. So that, I think, says a lot about how far Xamarin Forms has come over the versions. I mean, I think even where you started out with two points something, those were not the the golden days that we have today. I mean, it has it has improved a lot. I mean, I remember after the 1.0 release was rolling along for a few months, suddenly they said, it's for prototyping. And you go like, you didn't say that in the original ones. <laughs> but... Um, yeah, so a lot of performance stuff has improved. And, and right now, I mean, there are many examples of it. You can even write beautiful UI. Uh, we will be talking about some new features that will be coming along in 5.0, which will improve that even further. Uh, so right now, there's very little reason often why you should actually take the full native approach, at least in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. So I can't, like I said, I can't really talk about like the 1.0 days, but uh, for the 2.0, let's be honest, right? Xamarin Forms hasn't always been like the stablest with um, new releases. So there was um, um, things whenever you upgrade it that uh, will, will break and you have to go fix it. And I think kind of the funny problem that you have with that is that Actually, it's like because Xamarin Forms is so good at abstracting all the things that whenever you get errors that that come up from like the native side, um, it 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 you don't know what to do with that, right? So it suddenly starts talking about all these Java classes and things um, um, yeah. because also it's a lot of times it's Android. Let's be honest there as well. Um, mm. It's a little less forgiving. So, you know, and whenever they start throwing these errors at you, then you're panicking. I know I was like, okay, I was here signing up for just C Sharp. What's, what's all this about? Um, so, you know, that's that's that. And uh, I think, like like you said, like for the last year, year and a half, maybe two years by now, um, they've been doing really well. So the releases are really speeding up. I think they do a release now every um, six weeks, maybe even less. Um well, it's probably less with the with the pre-release versions, so it's it's probably like the the stable ones are six weeks apart, give or take, um, and you know, and I see a lot of people now responding with like, okay, I've used Xamarin Forms before, um, it wasn't like that what I expected from it maybe, uh, but I've tried it now. You've made great improvements. Uh, the things are fixed pretty quickly. So it's really picking up and it's it's really going great now. Um, so that's, you know, the feedback that I love. I've been working with it forever. Um, so, you know, I've, I've seen all the things. Um, 
like playing the devil's advocate for a little bit is like you know whenever you start working with solutions like this uh, you have to i think have some understanding of the underlying system so whenever you do get that java error you shouldn't just shut down and think like okay i don't know what to do with this i'm just going to blame xamarin forms and and call it a day that's that's not how the world works um so, you know, you have to get a little bit deeper into what's going on under the covers. Um, in an ideal world, you probably don't have to, but, you know, this is just the way it is. Um, and I think the other thing, like, why has it been a, a, a little bit unstable is also like, you know, I got these questions whenever I did a lot of sessions on conferences and stuff. And um, if you think about the thing that not only Xamarin Forms, but also Xamarin as a whole is trying to do is like, it's it's crazy ambitious basically, right? Because, you know, you can very easily now say like, okay, Flutter does it way better. Yes, but Flutter just takes like a drawing library and it draws all the things itself, uh, which is one approach. But Xamarin has like all the bindings of all the different platforms and Xamarin Forms puts on top of that like this abstraction layer, um, which makes you think even less about all the things that are underneath. Um, and they're trying to combine like all the tooling from Android, from iOS, from UWP, from, from other platforms. Uh, they're trying to make that work within Visual Studio, uh, with like all kinds of other editors and simulators and emulators. Um, and together with your code being that in C-sharp. So they are trying to combine all these things. So there's a lot of moving parts here. Um, and whenever, you know, this is where Apple comes in and they say like, okay, we're going to make a breaking change. I don't care who gets impacted by this. We are going to make a breaking change. Um, and you just have to deal with that. So, you know, there's just a lot of moving parts and things going on. So, you know, it's really hard to keep that stable and um, keep it together. Yeah. That is true. There is a lot of moving bits beneath it. And as you've said, Serum Forms has been around for quite some time. And that being the case, they made some design decisions back in the day that they said, hey, we will use all native controls. So if you use a button in Serum Forms, it will be a button and it will not be some custom drawn button as other approaches do it today. And I think the reason why some libraries or some approaches are now more successful is also because the, the phones, they have evolved further. They're a lot more powerful. I mean, if you look at the benchmarks of the new iPhones that just came out, I mean, they're incredible. They are quicker than some computers that you could have that you could have bought a couple of years back. That's just insane if you think about it. And if you look at what Xamarin Forms is doing today, they are... As you said, Gerald, they are now enabling these different approaches. So you can use Skia in your Xamarin Forms app, which is the same as uh, Flutter is using to draw their their UIs, and then you can make really customized UIs. But then again, you're you're bringing in some other challenges if you choose a path like that, uh, not using native controls, because native controls, they come with uh, a lot of support from the operating system, may that be for visually impaired people and all stuff like that. Um, all the goodness you wouldn't have to re-implement your, on your own. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's where I'm really, so we should stick to Xamarin Forms 5, but you know, this is where really the interesting stuff happens also with like .NET MAUI, right? Because um, you also already see with Forms a little bit, like you said, Mark, like they had the paradigm of uh, we only put an abstraction layer on top that we are still going to translate a button to how a button should look like on that specific platform. Whereas, um, you know, uh, 
let's just keep Flutter as an example. There's others out there as well. Um, but Flutter just draws its own thing. Um, and like you said, that looks that has the advantage that it looks pixel perfect on both um, iOS and Android, which is what a lot of customers want these days. But the other thing that the, the little downside from that is, is that, uh, yeah, exactly the thing that you said, like... Um, you cannot leverage the things from that same platform. So if you have like, I don't know, something very simple, like the auto-suggest boxes uh, for an entry, um, that is something that needs to be re-implemented for the Flutter entry box, while, you know, the Xamarin Forms entry box just supports it because it's a native iOS or a native Android um, entry box. So, um, you know, that's that's kind of the things. And I'm sure, I, I have to be honest here, I don't have hands-on experience with Flutter. Um, they're probably doing an amazing job with catching up on all these APIs. And for Android, it's probably a little bit easier because it's both Google products. Um, but for iOS, it's probably a little bit harder because, you know, like I just said, um, on Apple, they're just going to say, we're going to break things. Um, and whenever they do, then Flutter has just as much a hard time uh, catching up as a Xamarin Forms has. Um, but, you know, with Xamarin Forms, you also see a little bit of a shift in paradigm. Like um, there was this whole movement. We've talked about this before in other episodes on like, you know, on the one side, people who said you can't create beautiful UIs with Xamarin Forms. It's just data entry pages and that's it. Um, and on the other hand, people were kind of sick of hearing that and starting to stand up and say, sure, you can create um, great UIs, um, here's how to do it. Um, and so, you know, there was kind of this thing going on and um, as Xamarin Forms grew, the performance got better um, and these beautiful UIs also got more performance. So, you know, there's, there's lots of things that you can do now. But together with that, in Xamarin Forms also one in the area of like the composite controls. So where you basically like build your own controls from the Xamarin Forms components and not so much the native ones. Um, you, you know, it's still under the covers, it's native controls, but um, now you just start combining your box view with your frame and your frame can have shadows and you write a couple of custom renders for it and boom, it looks amazing. Um, so that's how the how the people did that. And, um, you know, when combining an entry with a list view and you can suddenly create some kind of awesome autocomplete box, I don't know, something like that. Um, and that's really winning um, um, in popularity as well. So Javier on the Xamarin Forms team is doing amazing stuff with that. Also, I think they've implemented now something like the template view, which is something that you might know from like WPF or UWP. Um, and it's, it's really like, it's adopting also like that, um, kind of custom control things. So not just mapping everything to their native controls, uh, but also, yeah, going a little bit more towards Flutter, uh, which is something I think that's going to be more supported in .NET MAUI as well. Uh, but you can already see that a little bit happening with, with Xamarin Forms too. And speaking about writing beautiful UIs, I mean, there are some features coming out with 5.0, some of the major features that will give you some of the tools that up to now you sometimes had to take a third-party library like Pancakes View, which we all like and love. And since Stephen is not here, I can promote it shamelessly for you, Stephen. <laughs> no, don't hold me back, Stephen. That is really great, Stephen. Oh, yeah, just for you. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, I start using Pancake yeah. View and, you know, all my subtitles are always synchronous with the movie and it's I can always reach that itchy place on my back. It has improved my life tremendously. Mm, you should really try it if you haven't done so already. But what Pancake View gave us, for example, is uh, a lot of rounded corners, which are really nice. And with the new 5.0 version, what we will also get is uh, one thing that I 
really like using whenever I get some pancakes into my apps is the gradient colors. Um, so Gerald, I mean, let's be honest, if we do gradients, it's usually from fuchsia into some kind of neon green thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why we definitely should get Stephen back on sometime quite soon. So he can suggest some nicer colors, but you can now use a brush. So you can think of it. If you look at the left side of the screen and at the right side, you can say on the left side, I want to have this color. And on the right side, I want to have that other color and it will just seamlessly float over into that. So that's your gradient brush, like a little bit, a mini rainbow. Yeah, this is this is going to be amazing. You have like actually, there's a little fun fact. If you are listening to this while working on your Xamarin.Forms application, go into like the color dot and look up the fuchsia. So there's two fuchsias in there, and you have to um, figure out which is the 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 one that is spelled correctly, um, because you know it might be that the person that originally implemented it made a little typo. Um, so there's <laughs> a little trivia for you. Um, but yeah, so the, the brushes are coming and together with that, um, a little bit um, of a combination there, I think, is like the shapes and path. I think like the beginning of this is already implemented like in the, the current four or something versions, but uh, it all it's all coming together in, in Xamarin Forms 5. So now you can do like the shapes, the paths, you can draw all these kinds of lines uh, with, with a certain path. So you can, uh, you know, do, do round or you can just do rectangles or you can do whatever shape you can come up with. Um, and that's that's pretty awesome. So you can uh, start draw actually start drawing your own UI things with this, uh, which was already possible whenever you started looking at libraries like Skia Sharp, which is um, some kind of drawing library. Um, it is actually from Google that as well, isn't it? Skia. Um, yeah. 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 So and and this is basically more like your. I don't know, um, is it, oh, what's it called? System.drawing or something? So this is more like your native, actually native drawing thing. So you can, um, yeah, go go nuts with that. Yeah, and I think what's really nice about the this approach with taking the system.drawing and taking the native approaches is when you take Skia, you always add a couple of megabytes to your app because it then includes the Skia drawing library. If you use the shapes and paths, you don't have to add anything. It's just there. Exactly, exactly. So that's really cool. And that's I think that's like the real big thing that's also changing. I don't know what exactly changed, um, but, you know, there's a lot of great libraries out there that is providing uh, which what a good number of people will think of as um, things that should be in the box by Xamarin Forms. And for a long time, they have not been. Uh, but now I think more and more of these libraries, like uh, with the Pancake View, for example, like almost all the things that uh, the pancake view is is great in is now um, started to take in into Xamarin Forms. So you don't need an other external library for it anymore. You can just do it from Forms um, natively. And I think that is what a lot of people like about this and what is hopefully going to be a continued effort whenever we get to um, like .NET MAUI. And um, yeah, you know, because the story with this is if we just go a little bit back, I don't know if we um, emphasize this enough is that, you know, Xamarin Forms 5 is going to be like 
the final version of Xamarin Forms, um, at least for you know what we know now. I think there are still some plans to be made, um, but and then it goes into like a sort of maintenance mode, right? So it will still get stability fixes, it will still get bug fixes, um, but then we have like a a year because I, if I would have to make a guess, then Forms Five will come out somewhere in November, um, and then November twenty twenty one is when .NET six will come out uh, with holds the .NET MAUI bits. Um, and then, you know, you can pick up where you left off, basically. Um, and uh, that's that's kind of what the plan is for this. And in the meanwhile, you know, um, Xamarin Forms 5 is still supported. It's still supported a year after .NET MAUI is released. Um, and in the meanwhile, we have the Xamarin Community Toolkit. We did an episode on that as well. So go check the show notes um, to basically fill that gap and, and add some extra controls to Xamarin Forms um, while it's in, in some kind of maintenance mode. Um, but let's just keep talking about Xamarin Forms 5 because that's what we're here for. Um, so I, another thing that I know happened because I worked um, on the initial version of this is I think the radio buttons have been completely rewritten. Do you know about that? I've only seen demos about radio buttons. And I, I remember the first time that I discovered radio buttons was when I learned to program HTML. Yes, I said it, programming HTML. <laughs> And so, yeah, I think it's I think it's funny that those good old controls are coming back to Xamarin Forms uh, and are now here. Uh, so yeah, no, I don't I don't know how they're done in detail, but they work great. They look really fun to use if you are in the situation where you have to have a radio button control. So Gerald, enlighten me. What did I miss? <laughs> so a little bit of backstory here is the original radio button uh, was contributed by um, Andrei Nitescu. I'm, I'm probably butchering his name, so sorry if you ever perhaps, heard it. Perhaps, perhaps. Um, but, you know, that's that's what we do. Um, <laughs> so, um, but that was really great, and uh, we took it in. Um, but when we did, we noticed that while we're... And that's where, like, the pre-releases and the experimental flags come in, right? So when we uh, took it in, we noticed that it was inherited from a button because on iOS... Um, there is no such thing as a radio button. So this is also a good example of like, you know, Xamarin Forms creating its own kind of versions of um, controls. Um, and this was inherited from a button, which is, you know, made some things easier, but also made some things definitely harder. Um, so I think in the end, we saw this and we saw some issues coming in from people like, hey, I want to do this. I would have expected it to work like that. Um, and that wasn't really um, something that could be done with the current implementation. So uh, that doesn't say that that implementation was like wrong and we are not happy with it. Absolutely not. Um, you know, at that time, it made perfect sense. I mean, we approved it. We took it in. In hindsight, you will see new things. You will um, draw new conclusions and you have to then maybe admit that that was not the right way. Um, so I know, and but you know, the other thing is like we took it in. It was under an experimental flag. Um, but, you know, still we, we saw that a lot of people were waiting for this. 
Um, and I say we, but if I say we, then, uh, you know, I talk about the awesome people that are on the team now. Um, and they, so they made a lot of effort to uh, rewrite the radio buttons to what it is today. And I think they're working uh, much better now. Um, it's, it's much more logical how you go about this. And uh, I think it will be um, added and stable and finalized and everything in, in Xamarin Forms 5. So that's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah. That is some interesting story. And I think it always shows that, yeah, hindsight is always uh, a good point or a good vantage point to then make your better judgments. But um, yeah, sometimes you just have to roll what's, with what's there. Another controller I'm really looking forward to is actually the carousel view finally getting stable. I have used it in some of the projects that are currently out in production from my end. And it was a bit wonky on iOS. I had some problems there with the threads um, that it did not really like. Um, it got invoked at the wrong time and then it exploded. And I did not get an Android error because it's iOS, but I got some <laughs> really interesting iOS error message telling me off that I'm doing something wrong. So yeah, but that's now fixed. And so I'm really looking forward to, to see that one going stable so the carousel view it what it allows you if you've got like a card view you can like flick between cards it will enable all those things so if you've got um, some images where you want to uh, go through like in a, a mini photo library thing that's that's really nice and there are some cool things that you can realize with this carousel view and i think it's built up on the new collection view Gerald, right? Yeah. So the you know that's that's what you always keep forgetting because I was doing some talks and things uh, about this as well. And the carousel view, like the the best and only example basically of the carousel view is just your home screen, because you know you flick between different screens um, mm. on both mm. Android and yeah. iOS. So basically, that's just one big carousel view. Uh, but you might also know it from like you know all the apps basically. Um, and <laughs> like Netflix is the one that comes to mind. Uh, where you have like, you know, you can scroll up and down, but each row basically is its own carousel view where you scroll through like the, the different shows that you want to watch and things. So, um, you know, if you if you know what to look for, then you can see all these controls everywhere. That's really funny. Um, but yeah, definitely like collection views, like the reincarnation of list view, um, just like, um, you know, when uh, .NET MAUI is going to be the evolution of uh, Xamarin Forms. Um, basically, the collection view is the evolution of the list view because the list view was great and it did a lot of things, um, but it also did a lot of things not so great in terms of like performance and, and how things were solved. Uh, but, you know, Xamarin Forms, that was like the same reason for the Fuchsia not being taken out. They want to be backwards compatible for like the longest time. Um, and that's why it's like really exciting that .NET MAUI comes along because they can um, rewrite the whole things with all the learnings from, um, you know, from Xamarin Forms uh, without having to worry about the backwards compatibility. Um, and with the collection view, it's the same. They just rewrote the whole thing um, uh, with all the learnings that they took from the list view. And, you know, the collection view is then like the very generic thing where you can uh, show a list of things, but um, they have architected in such a way that you can also play with like the orientation and the way uh, things are viewed. And um, so, you know, the collection view, if you go look into the code, uh, sorry, the carousel view, um, if you go look into the code, you can just see that it's a uh, inheritance of the collection view at some level. So um, that's that's really cool and, and powerful if you think about it. Uh, and it shows again that sometimes it's good to know 
a few layers deeper what's going on, as you mentioned before, not only on the OS level, but also in your framework. Another view that I'm really looking forward to is the swipe view. Uh, I've already seen some really cool demos with it. I've implemented something similar in some of my previous apps before this has uh, made an appearance in Xarin Forms. And the, the cool thing about swipe view, and I'm, Gerald, you may again bring up a better example, but I'll just go with the email example here. So if you've got a list, um, you can then swipe over onto one side and then it will reveal some options, which you then can tap on, like delete the email or move it to an archive. And what I really like about the swipe view is it's not you, you can not only use it within lists or collections, but you can actually wrap any elements you want into it and then perform that swiping action. And yeah, that is, if you got that in your app, it can look really cool showing it off in front of a demo. Yeah, that's another control that's like really cool. So again, if we look back to the list view, um, I think the the email example, by the way, is is the most famous one in this regard. Um, huh. Huh, yes. Finally, so one right. Finally did something right, Mark. It's, it's amazing. Um, okay. <laughs> so, but, you know, here again, it's like with the way at least it was implemented in like the list view, you could only have so much actions and you can only do the swipe from right to left. Um, and mm -hmm. the only other thing that you could do is say is the, uh, so you could have multiple actions behind it, uh, but the only differentiation that you could make was like is destructible and then it would make it um, red or not, else it would be gray. And that's basically the only things that you could do. And now with swipe view, they've been like, okay, we basically want to swipe everything. Um, I think Javier implemented this. And if you look at like the examples that he has out there, you can swipe left, right, top, bottom. You could do everything. Um, but also I think he has an example. I think actually we did a um, session together on this um, in the .NET Con from last year. Um, so 2019, we'll link that in the show notes. So go check it out. And there, I think we have a sample where you can basically swipe a whole page. Um, so you can wrap a whole page in a swipe view crazy. and swipe that. Crazy, kind of crazy talk. So, um, I don't know why you should do that or why you want to do that, but because uh, you can, right? Because you can. Because you can. Because you can. Yeah. Uh, but it's possible, and that again shows like how flexible this is, and something like okay, we learned now that just swiping this one way um, and having one destructive option is not enough. Um, so how can we take that and turn it into something that is flexible and people can apply everywhere and everyone will be um, super happy about? It. Yeah, those learnings are very interesting. I think especially like the. One of the takeaways that you can see right now with the Xamarin Forms team is how they try to make a lot more stuff templatable. What I mean by that is you can add your own styles to certain things. I mean, before it was like, yeah, you can add text and yeah, you can make the text red, you know, as you just mentioned before, with it's deletable or destructible. And giving these options to developers, I think not only makes the life of the developers easier, it also makes the life of the maintainers easier because they give you like the the, the surrounding thing to, to enable your own designs or to put them in there. And it's not like, oh, you can put text in there, but now I want to put an icon in there. Oh, well, yes, now we make this super special other quirky control where you can have an item and text and the other person goes like, oh, but I want to have the icon on the other side. And it's like, oh my God, yeah. And so I, I really like this path where we're going down now that you got uh, all these new controls, which are a lot more stylable or templatable. And you can just go with, with your own, um, with your own, and, and you can just roll your own design. 
especially if you haven't seen them, I, I highly recommend uh, that you check out the samples of Javier and the xamarin.net.com focus session, I think it was, of you and Gerald and Javier, where you're showing it off, uh, where you can really see how these things could play out in your app. Yeah. One yeah, thing absolutely. I always... One thing I always like to mention with the swipe view is just just be sure that um, not every user knows that you can swipe something. So I've made the error in judgment at one point where I had some functionality hidden in a swipe view and the customer was really confused that the functionality was not there until I showed him, well, yes, it is there in the swipe view. And again, like, no one will ever find that. And he was right. He was right. <laughs> but that's why you have like the tutorial screens, right? So you can just take that carousel view and you can carousel them f through a couple of pages where you tell them like, you can swipe these things and you can do all these things. So, hmm. you know, it's it's basically all your fault. But, you know, yeah, but that's... Who that's reads the manual, Gerald? Who the life of the, the developer. Manual? Well, then make them read it. That's how all the... <laughs> Force them. <laughs> Force you, them. May, you may use this app in 15 yeah. minutes when you've seen the entire tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. but I, I, I kid you not. Up to this day, I this morning I used an app um, that I use really regularly for training, and I discovered a whole new feature by swiping at a spot, which I did not know that you could swipe, and then it just opened up a whole new window with the view on something. It's just going, oh, that's interesting. There you go. How did I get here? <laughs> there you go. Uh, you know that could all be overcome if they would just force feed you a tutorial whenever you start the app after an update. Yeah, maybe um, they did. Maybe they did, and I just didn't pay oh, any just, attention. Oh, where's the skip button? Oh, skip. Okay. Yeah. There we go. But I mean, that's so not me. No, of course, no, no. Of course no. not. I'm a serious tutorial reader. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, mm -hmm. um, besides all this awesome stuff, I know there's a little bit more to come, but I don't think that will come to like Xamarin Forms 5. Um, so, I've seen multiple demos and mentions of like the tap view and the navigation bar. Um, that is also something that they're working hard on and which is, I don't know, templatable or self-drawn or whatever, but it looks amazing and I want to use it now. Um, mm -hmm. Is that because the, the time span for Xamarin Forms 5 is going to be too short, right? So that's not going to be in there, I think? I think not. So as far as I understood this one session by David Altina correctly, he will force Javier to make a pull request to the Xamarin Community Toolkit, something like that. So, yeah, I guess these features, they will come at a later time. They might be in a toolkit or another library so that they uh, will then be available in the Xamarin Forms 5 version. Uh, but I don't think that they will be there from the get-go. Right. Yeah. So that's what I think will happen. So maybe we didn't mention it in this episode, but, um, you know, because Xamarin Forms 5 is going to be like the last major version, um, it could not have any experimental stuff. Uh, because, you know, that would be weird because things would never go out of experimental and Xamarin Forms 5 would have things that are experimental until the end of time. So that's going to be weird. So um, they had to decide, like, with all the experimental stuff, like, do we feel this is stable enough to keep it in uh, for some things that has happened, for, like, the radio button, for example. Uh, but for other things where they did not have that feeling and the priority was a little bit less, uh, they said, like, okay, we're going to move this into... 
the Xamarin Community Toolkit. Again, we've done a episode on that, so go check it out. Um, and so, you know, a lot of the things that you may have been using in Xamarin Forms um, that were experimental have now moved to the toolkit where you can still use them. And um, actually, they're going to be actively developed there by, um, you know, the core maintainers. I'm one of them. Steven is one of them. And hopefully, Mark will do some uh, awesome contributions as well again. Um, mm -hmm. but, so Okay, I'll, I'll do my best. Yeah, yeah, it's always. just a silent hint here. Um, Slacking. Uh, so, you know, there's going to be a lot of awesome stuff going on there. And uh, that's exactly the way how the um, community toolkit is positioned, like to be um, bridging the gap, among other things, between um, Xamarin Forms 5 um, and .NET MAUI or, or whatever it might be called. And, you know, so we can keep our controls in there. We can add new controls like the camera view. I'm really happy with the camera view. Um, and we are going to mature them in our little toolkit. And then whenever they have grown up and they are mature enough to go out into the wild for free and alone, um, they might be moving into like, you know, the, the core tool, uh, sorry, the core framework, uh, which would be really awesome if you are like the core contributor of something. Uh, but, but that's kind of the way things are going to go right now. So that the team can just focus on like all the new stuff that's coming in, um, the evolution stuff. Um, so they can just focus on, uh, do we want to have a drawing backend? Do we want to have a Skia backend? Do we want to have MVU? Um, and of course, like all the things that are there today in Xamarin Forms, MVVM, XAML is all going to be there in that new um, version as well. So there is a lot of exciting stuff to come. Mark, do you want to say anything or should I just wrap this all up? Well, I just thought we, we just will put one thing out there. So is this the end of an era? And I think, no, pretty far from it. Um, again, Maui episode, there will be a link in the show notes for after this, if you want to hear some more awesomeness for the Xamarin space. If you already listened to it, you can listen again to it. It's it's an evergreen. <laughs> it's for free. Maybe. Yeah, we it's hope it's an evergreen. Let's put it like that. Uh, so yeah, and I always like to think about it. You know, if you if you're new to Xamarin Forms or you start learning it today, um, I think it's like .NET 4.8 and then migrating over to .NET 5. I mean, there might be some hickeys along the way, but the concepts will be the same. The, the languages will be the same. The UIs you will write pretty much in the same way. There might be some improvements along the way, and there might be some stuff that has changed a bit, but that's it. So yeah, I'm looking forward to this last big release of Xamarin Forms. I'm also looking forward to the one-year break that I have to catch up with all the awesome, great features that came out over the last year, which I, I, I just couldn't keep up. I, it was just too much awesomeness in one go. Uh, so yeah, that's that's maybe still one one final thing that I want to say for for Xamarin Forms with tears in my eyes. <laughs> nothing, nothing. No, you're right. Okay, Mark. So this is this is uh, this has been uh, <laughs> a great. <episode. laughs> um, <laughs> So yeah, basically, I think that wraps up. You can hear from from the way we talk about this. This is we we love this stuff. So we can go on and on about this. So if you have any questions, if you have anything to add, please um, reach out to us on nullpointers.io on Twitter. Um, send us an email if you can find any of our email addresses. You probably can. So hit us up. We have been your hosts, Stephen Tervisen, Gerald Schlaus, and Mark Halliburton. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Stay safe, and until next week on no pointers.